Hello, listeners. This is a very special soda break as we are. Um, or I'm sorry to say we got to take another break. We, I've been trying to get everything done and everything up to snuff, but I just need we just need a rest. We need a chance to actually get a backlog because we don't have a backlog at all except for at it. So we decided to record this little soda break to also introduce some new cast members that you might have noticed and just to do some general chat and maybe even announce a future campaign. And just as a heads up, we. We, I am putting this together where we started in media res because we had too much funny conversations in the beginning. I feel like it, it would just be depriving you not to include those. And now, on to the show. Oh, Eric, hi. Hey, Chris. Okay, back. Welcome back. Hey, Brian. <clears throat> Can you close my door? I'm... Um, doing a recording real quick. No. Baby, what's the on? Hey, Sam. Hey, Prime. Hey, guys. Oh, this campaign is going to be wild. Which campaign? Uh, the, the driver's campaign. Ah. Technically, it'll make it easier for me because then I don't have to worry about scales much. Fun. Also, hi, Brian. Hi, Sam. Hi, Eric. I'll stay on as long as I can. Okay. Yeah, I'm kind of that way too. Yeah, it might not go full hour too. It just I, I just figured hey, we haven't done like a really big soda break, and I figured that way since we're tech uh, legacy stories and steins and um, Aberrant adventures. This is going to be like the last, last post for this month, just so, so I can try to build up a backlog. Well, I mean, well, me and Brian can build up backlogs, and Brian's helping with one of them. And since some some of the gang are not on all the feeds, and while you say, "Hey, Sam's a part of the podcast," she's over at Int. Yeah, I'm on. Uh, on a couple of things now. Yep, yep. Oh yeah, Brian. Did you see? Did you see my post about the potential new campaign? <laughs> did you get what I was I was saying with all those capitalized things? <laughs> I have to read it again because no, I went over my head. They're all references to two different common writer series. Ah, yeah, it's they're they're all um, every every capitalized thing. It's 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 a writer. It's a um, yeah, it's 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 a writer. It's a writer theme. Like be the one. Yeah, be the one is a reference to build. Um, I believe he also said break the chain, which is Kiva. Kiva. Let's see. Where, where was that again? Uh, it's uh, 1242 in the office space. Office space. Okay. Scrolling up a little bit. Okay. There we are. <laughs> All righty. Uh, let's see. Anything goes is O's. Be the one is build. Just live more is... Exade and break the chain is Kiva. Hey, man. Hey, man. As I said, he capitalized drive because there's common writer drive as well. Eric has been listening to me rant about how easy it is to take what I've got so far for Jesselheim and basically turn it into a common writer system. And it works surprisingly well. Yeah, just a couple of tweaks. Like uh I'm 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 taking heavy reference from Geeks. Let's put it that way. 
You're going to have a belt, you're going to have a core, and you have two slots. Geats being the latest common Rider. Oh, wait. Are you talking about that Lumen Rider core thing from I've seen on Itch.io? Oh, no, no. No, uh, Sean has his own system that he made that he realized could be a good oh. system for uh, common Rider stuff. Uh, Specifically... Battle Royale common Rider stuff. Which there have been a couple of series where... Yeah, I was about to say, redoing the Decade movie, are we? No, not the Decade movie, but um, common Rider Ryuki mm. uh, with the whole Mirror World thing was a Battle Royale. Uh, Blade, common Rider Blade was uh, another one that was a Battle Royale, basically. I only know so much about common Rider, so fair warning. No, that's fair. I only know because I watched a few and me being the nerd that I am got to reading wikis and everything. So there you go. I don't know anything about Common Dry, though. Oh, boy. Um, <laughs> Eric is the nerd of it. Well, I, I am actually I am actually the Super Sentai nerd, which is better known as Power Rangers to us American, uh, well, Western people. The only thing I know about Power Rangers is, wasn't the Green Ranger the anti-social one? And that was like... Depends on the theory you're talking about. Yeah. Hi, Phoenix. Yeah. I, I know I know indie comics. Yeah, the, the odd thing for Westerners with the Sentai series is that each season was essentially its own self-contained series thematically linked, but when they westernized and put it in English, they just made it all one long series that oh, things got different every year. It's not, it's, that's actually, it's not one, it's not one long running series. It's yeah. each no. one's completely different. That's you're simplifying yeah. too much there. Yeah, but but no, I mean, he's right. When Saban brought it over, they did try to tie four or five different seasons together into like one overarching series rather than each season being its own thing like it is in Japan. This changed later, uh, of course, with In Space, which then led to Lost Galaxy. And you see each, you know, season being more self-contained than it was uh, with Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. Eh. I've just been I've just been getting inspired by literature lately, by all the books I've been reading. Like, then again, I've just been I've been so fucking. Oh, uh, I gotta go. Uh, see you guys later. Oh, bye, Sam. Yeah. Goodbye, my love. <laughs> so, but like for me, the one that's been like influencing even my life right now, besides Paradise Lost, is um, is Water Margin, or if you only know the Japanese title, is Suikiden. Hmm. Mm. It's one of the it's one of the most important novels in history. If you like if you like anime and manga so much, then you like Sukiden. You like Water Margin because that's where all that shit comes from. Outlaws of the Water Margin, yeah, it's one of the big, big classical Chinese stories. It's that. It's one of the four. Yeah, it's that Journey to the West, um, Romance of Three Kingdoms, and I can't remember that fourth one. Then it's the red carpet. Ah. I've, I just finished reading all of them. So ba, 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 ba. I, I remember. I remember a few years ago, a friend was just saying, just suddenly, I don't know. It's like, wait, wait, 
is One Piece actually just stealth uh, Journey to the West? And I didn't realize it till now. No. And it, everybody was like, no. his name is Monkey, literally. No. <laughs> okay, you do, I, I, I'm going to slap all of you. No. <laughs> Dragon Ball is Dragon Ball. Yes. Yeah. The original Dragon Ball is just Journey to the West, but One Piece? No. No. One, One Piece is not Journey to the West. Even I know. Who, who the fuck is the monk? Who, who the, who's the monk? Hmm. It, I'll stop you right there. Who's the monk? Who's Buddha? It, it, are you trying to say that one piece is Buddha? Well, one of the Marines is literally called the Buddha. That's, oh my God. But, but literally, his name is Monkey. I thought the skeleton was Buddha. No. No. His name is Monkey, and he can make, th- make things long and short, just like Monkey Staff. No, because uh, he's horny. That's... It is possible to be very much inspired by something without exactly analoging. It, that would be the only loose connection is the staff and the rubber properties. No, One Piece is a loose combination of Luffy is based off of old cartoon animations like Looney Tunes, which is why Warner Brothers is doing the Gear 5 episodes mm-hmm. because it's based off old Looney Tune animations. Yeah, rubber hose animation. Nope, specifically Looney Tunes, my friend. Ah, not rubber hose. Specifically Looney Tunes. Okay. I am learning more stuff every day. Grant, grant, granted, my my nose is basically been in the uh, Bold Escape Three early access game. I'm just waiting for the release to come out. I don't want to start my save over. Oh. Um, no, if you buy the early access now, you're automatically getting upgraded to the digital deluxe version. Well, I bought it day one. Yeah, I've had it. I've had it for years now. Uh, I'm just, I'm just waiting for Dragonborn. I'm gonna be. Meanwhile, Tears of the Kingdom has consumed me whole. Which one? Tears of the Kingdom. Zelda. Oh, oh yeah, oh yeah. Oh. I've got, I've got Assassin's Creed that I've got to start playing. Because I managed to pick that up on sale. So then I'm going to die a lot because I don't know how to play Assassin's Creed. I don't know how to play those kind of games. This will be my. But they're so fun. This will be my first time. So if if I randomly start talking about dying a lot, you know which game I've played. <laughs> which one are you starting with? Um, Assassin's Creed 1. Because I picked up the uh, one. Altair is the dope. I, I, it's Assassin's Creed One. Um, something about Ezio or something. Ezio. Altair. Number one is it's Ezio. Ezio's no. Ezio is part two. two. Yeah. He's Spanish. Altair is the first. Is the first one because it's that's where it all begins in the Middle East. Isn't that also Italy and something? Something, something. That's in part two. Nope, that's part two. That's Ezio. I know there's Leonardo da Vinci in one of the games. That's part two. Okay. I know nothing. I know nothing about these games, so it's gonna be fun. Oh, you're gonna. You'll have fun. You'll have a. You'll genuinely have a good time. I'll die a lot, but have a good time. Yeah. Alrighty. So, are we going to get started? Yeah. 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 Meanwhile, I'm posting relevant memes in the meme channel. Excellent. (laughs) Excellent. There's a Green Ranger one. Future me add an an intro that says we're we're dropping this in Meteor (laughs) Res. Nah. (laughs) 
So that's why we've been all that stuff in the beginning. <laughs> Hello, listeners. It's been a while since we've had a soda break, hasn't it? Well, we got some good news for you, some bad news. We got some plugs. We got some new people to introduce you to, some people you may have already heard on the pod. And at least one of our one of our cast members is in bed right now, so hopefully they're feeling more as comfortable as they can be. <laughs> Quite literally in bed. And uh, as comfortable as my stupid-ass arthritic meal let me. Welcome to 41. Happy birthday to me. It's your birthday today? No, it was my birthday on the 26th of June, actually. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I have a friend coming over later today, and it's her birthday today, so... Happy birthday to them. But just a few days ago, on Thursday, it was my cat's birthday. Yay, kitty birthday. The pair of them turned... Yay! The pair of them turned two. Aww. Still a kitten. And I have Peach, the orange himbo, and his cunning sis- boy sister, next. And speaking of cats... It's time for me to do my job, Sean, onwards. But <laughs> uh, yeah, you might have noticed we didn't release anything last week. And when we're probably, this will probably come out and then this week. Uh, time time is weird when you're a podcaster. Um, basically, I had to take a trip with family and other things came up and I'm on new meds, which I've mentioned on Discord. So, or not Discord, but I mentioned it on Twitter. And... It just came to a point where we decided we need we need a backlog before we continue because I'm tired of getting everything done the week before. Yeah, once again, life has kicked us in the shins, uh, or in my case specifically, the knee. As I had mentioned, um, yeah, part of the bad news is the is the fact that I have been dealing with a uh, a really painful uh, knee injury that took me to the ER twice in the course of like a week and I was in the hospital for two days apparently it's osteoarthritis and I have something called a baker's cyst or a hematoma behind my knee that is causing it difficulty to say the least to extend the leg out fully my foot flat and putting any weight on it. This has me basically bed bound and using a walker to move around. So I haven't exactly been physically, mentally, or emotionally available to do any recording. Eric, this is where I wish I could literally pick your entire family up and teleport you over to Australia so that you can go on the public waiting list to get that hematoma dealt with. Oh, believe me, they tried to drain it when I was in the in the hospital. That was not fun. They they used a local uh, local anesthetic called lidocaine. Oh, I was on triple dosage and I still felt the needle that they were using to try and drain it in my knee. Oh, jeez. And, and and just talking about this right now is making my knee twitch in memory. Yeah, I I can imagine. Yeah. Switch back to tabletop talk now, shall we? Yeah. Yeah, well, I mean, Chris, to be honest, 
this is technically table talk, tabletop talk, as in why there hasn't been any. I would say this is more podcast talk, but yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. No, no, no. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's one of the reasons why we want we want to have this this uh Oh yeah, that reminds me. We have not introduced some people that are on this call on a soda break yet, so maybe we should do that first. Oh. <laughs> and we may have other people talking. We've been handling this with our usual um level of organization. Are you that's the aplomb, so uh Hi, I'm Phoenix. Um, I'm a Dylem. Um, I don't know what I'm doing. Lame Sean and Eric. I mean, to be fair, neither of us knew what we were doing when Sean started this, and here we are three, almost four years later, so you're fine. I still don't know what I'm doing. You started by knowing nothing, and you still have most of it left? Exactly. I don't know anything. In fact, Phoenix is one of five people that are the only reason why Dungeons and Pop exists as a second as a secondary reason Dungeons and Pop exists because Phoenix was one of my first players, first time running D D after literally playing two sessions. Yep. <laughs> I'm one of those first people. Phoenix is another one. Another person that may or may not be showing up is a third in that group. Sid is a fourth. And uh, the fifth was the kobold of the party who had mushrooms ate off their head. Infi, right? Infi, but yeah, I mean, I'm honestly kind of surprised it took us long to get the other two members of the old pre podcast Gestelheim RP onto the podcast, but hey, they're here now. So, back Phoenix is actually going to be running one of the games coming out on on Stories and Steins after we finish the... It's actually the after we finish the first arc of Capers and Cataclysms of Arcel's Gate. Yep. And on that note, I guess I go next um, because this is my first set of break with you all. Hi, everyone. Press here. You might know me from one-shots that I've run here on D&D, but I've also played in a few one-shots as a guest NPC and as a regular PC in Capers and Cataclysm. Um, my name is Crest, pronounce he, him. Um, you can find me on Pillowport at Crest. I plugged my Twitter, but Twitter is in the middle of self-destructing, so I don't think that would really do anything. Um, I, am, I also run a, a podcast called Many Stories, Many Games, where there's always another story to be told and another game to be played. Um, I plug it Twitter, but again, it's self-respecting, so that's no good. Uh, we, like, much like DD, um, DD, we run Dungeons and Dragons, and we also run a bunch of one-shots for other games. Um, you can find me here, there, and there's one more place you can find me, but I think that's Brian's thing to plug. Um, and, uh, yeah, that's me. Um, and, Sean, should we tease at what you and I have talked about out behind closed doors? Why don't we throw that out there? This, this is a general discussion. I'm curious what other people are going to think about what what we were talking about. In fact, my 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 campaign idea might even be something to broach into it once I pitch it. Um. <clears throat> so for those not in the know, fictional heroism, Hatsumart, and what else was it? Someone? Um, Adventures of Attitude. I think we had connection, which is slash, which is a Jesselheim verse. Yes, all those are in um, 
one multiverse, for lack of a better term. Um, and uh, they're about to get some support from another multiverse. As I'm, it's nothing's 100% set in stone, but I'm working on something, and Sean's giving me the tentative go ahead. So let's just say there's going to be some pillars supporting um, one reality. Oh dear. I just realized, Brian, have you ever been on a soda break? I've been waiting. <laughs> just let other people go first. I got a lot of shit to say. I got a lot of stuff to plug, so I'll just wait. <laughs> In that case, I think that sounds like it's Meg's turn. Who? What? Me? My turn? What? Is that legal? No, of course. Uh, hi, uh, I'm Mib, but people just call me Mib. Uh, they, them, sort of vaguely humanoid-shaped uh, thing. Um, I, I five the vaguely humanoid-shaped things. I mean, that's a mood and a half. Yeah. Well, I mean, I'm one of those people who's I'm less non-binary and more gender. Yeah. Just, you know, can't be bothered with that. But, um, yeah, I'm rel- relatively new here. And Brian, who we'll hear from later because apparently lost the stuff to plug. Mm-hmm. for dragging me in uh, by way of a Monster of the Week game on a different server. Charles will re- live in my head forever, rent-free. You do know that, right? That's one game I need to play as much. That's usually how my characters go. Yeah, yeah, Charles, yeah, Charles, but also KK. Ah, KK. Ah, KK is not a pleasant memory that lives in my head. (laughs) Distinctive, but not. Yeah, but um, I mean, and yeah, I've been doing the RPG thing for way, way, way too long. Um. But I'm one of the weird people who does not play D and D. Yes, I know. I'm, I'm some. I'm some rarity. I already did decades of it. I'm burnt. That's perfectly valid. Uh, I have no socials, no socials, or anything to plug because, like, I I'm just not that kind of person. Cryptid, cryptid lot. So instead, I'm going to plug. There's this really cool podcast that, that out there called Dungeons and Pop. <laughs> people should check it out. <laughs> and uh ideally if we can uh take on the uh ferocious cr35 beast known as scheduling i'm supposed to be at least doing a one shot of blaze in the dark <clears throat> later on but who knows when that will happen because uh life sucks yeah not even sacrificing your soul and solve scheduling issues Oh, I already sacrificed my soul to the great corporate gods before. Now now I don't work because I'm disabled. Mm. Which both sucks, but it's kind of nice. Well, you you have, you guys have actually heard me before, now I think about it, because he was in Animon. Yeah, he did a one-shot with me and uh, Crust Animon. Yes, uh, uh, yes, uh, what was it, uh, Tenacious B and Bodacious P. <laughs> A punk kid and their little orb knight thing. Um, I'm noticing a theme considering what you play in, and we're not in Kansas anymore. <laughs> it, 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 it really, really varies. It was not with this group, but I did like a beam saber one shot and I played a rookie, like junior, by the book, junior lieutenant who insisted their pronouns were sir slash lieutenant. 
you know, and um, you know, and and they during the during the mission they managed to accomplish almost no, almost nothing. Um, nobody liked them, but at the end, when the commander wanted to chew us out, I'm the one who stood in front and sorry. Well, actually, according to paragraph three, subsection Q, stroke, stroke I, I, you know, and, and all of this and that, and was able to roll well enough on bureaucracy to shut the captain up. <laughs> nice. So, yeah, yeah, it was good for something. And they didn't give me a swirly afterwards because, you know, I actually stood up for the squad. Well, that's nice. So that's good. But yeah, no, um, yeah, I mean, I have a few different types of characters I like, including including obnoxious punks little kids. But it, it varies. It varies. I like to try everything. I'm like Brian, who just likes to try things that, that mentally scar people. I mean, I, I, I can relate <laughs> to, to that, Mib. I, I used to have like one or two character types that I always went to because I felt comfortable and then I started to branch out and now I'm considered by everyone in the Dungeons and Pop server to be a menace. No, that's Brian. You're a menace. You're a menace. <laughs> no, that's Brian's title. You're, you're, you're more of a mass because you grow on everyone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, I like to mix it up. Like, a lot of games I play will be like, oh, yeah, uh, somebody else can, like, pick my class for you or whatever, and I'll, I'll do that. Uh, so I do do like like to mix it up in that. Or I like to do things uh, very much, you know, not the way you're supposed to, which is why at one point in d d I had a rogue. It was an orc with a dexterity of only 12. Wow. Yeah. But they had, like, what was it, 16 Charisma, and they put their expertise into Intimidate. You know, Seabrog. Thank you. I, I, now have an, I now have an NPC idea for way down the track. Oh, yeah, there, there was definitely some You Know Seabrog in there. Uh, but they but they also, like, things like, what, uh, very high strength. And so instead of being the sneaky lock-picking rogue, they were the, oh, I'm just going to, I'm just going to climb the house to get in through the open window five stories up. The rest of you can try and figure out the door. <laughs> Perfect. Ah, yes. Parkour. Yeah. Let, let's walk picking. Let's walk picking more, you know, climbing and jumping. Perfect. Um, Dovetail, Brian. Can y'all feel that? Y'all, can you hear that? It's those tentacles slithering in. It's me. It's the nerdiest of it's that lovable Brian. How we all doing? How we all singing? It's been a, such a long time. And so many things have happened. So many things have changed. I'm actually running my own podcast server. It's now called Infinite Nerd Theorem. You know, one day we might just write the next great Shakespeare, but we're going to get a lot of smut first. So that's the way we be. That's the way we do. And right now I'm currently running a D&D Spelljammers campaign called Romance of the Ship Kingdoms. And I have my cyber fantasy game, Cyber City. But I'm also guest starring on a Cthulhu Mythos long-running game. We are now recording season two. It is called Beyond the Crumbling Veil. I'm playing the grandson of my first character. His name is Finley. And I have also been... It will be coming out soon, but the ending to the Holiday Brigade, where I play Enoch. And this at this September, after Labor Day weekend, 
and she'll be doing a live script reading table read of everyone's favorite high school movie of all time, Fast Times at Ridgemont High. And yeah, I'll be playing everyone's favorite class stoner, Spumoni. <laughs> yeah, righteous. But I digress. And then last but not least, I will be running a few special one-shots. I have one planned right now. It is part of the Pulp Cthulhu system. I do believe there is one person here who will be joining in for that. I fully intend to. Excellent. And I have no idea what I'll play, but I fully intend to. I've, if I remember correctly, it looked interesting. I just was in the middle of, uh, you know... Understandable. And what what game is this? It's um, it's a Call of Cthulhu Mythos. It's specifically, it's the more action-oriented one where you can actually fight ah, okay. against the menaces. It's called Pulp Cthulhu. It is part of my Roll20 Roll 20, um, sponsorship. Ah, thank you, Roll20, for that one. <laughs> I still don't get why people say you can't fight the monster. I almost defeated a monster... That was single-handedly in a one Call of Cthulhu game I ever played. That person must be going in easy on you, man. Because oh no, I I was rolling like a bitch. Normally that should never happen ever. You should never <laughs> be able to confront the monsters in Call of Cthulhu. I, I I I'll double check with him, but I was like I was rolling incredibly high. It was the best rolling I've ever done in that group. Yeah, be my whole everyone on the show. Uh, this won't spoil anything. Let's just say we're all going to die. Again. So, yeah, Call of Cthulhu, you fight the monsters. It's supposed to be a holding action so people can get away or maybe hopefully deter it or distract it long enough that it leaves you alone. You shouldn't be able to win. And if you've had the chance to listen to Romance of the Ship Kingdoms, you will probably notice that is more of my darker side. It's we're exploring more mature themes in the games. Just. Oh, yeah, that. That, you, you know, Brian, that reminds me. We haven't actually actively talked about the the network thing. Go ahead and mention it. So as people might have noticed, we have three separate feeds now. And one of the things we're, I'm hoping to do while we're down is I'm going to actually start transferring episodes to the corresponding feed just to make it easier. Because we we were thinking about it. We, even though we're a variety show, we want to like kind of like a quote unquote um what's the word I'm thinking of not like specializing but not specializing diversifying are you looking looking forward for for getting wider or getting narrower more focused which you may have noticed the original feed is now DMP legacies which was originally just gonna be a, a holding round and then uh people got really interested and in we're not in Kansas anymore. <laughs> So we started working on editing that again. We're hoping to record that soon. We may have some players shuffling around because some of the players are um, busy. But it, since it's like Ryan's normal games, as you may know, with spell jammers and stuff, that shouldn't be a problem because we that, it's kind of set up. I want that party separated. <laughs> you all don't do your own stuff, damn it. <laughs> so if you notice Legacy, I think Legacy... Other than that game, either, I can't remember what other one I was gonna, what we're gonna put on that feed, but we're probably gonna add another one. In fact, I may have a campaign. I'm gonna give you guys the premise here to tempt our listen, uh, to tempt our listeners in a little bit. That will probably be a legacy game as well, and will also be my attempt to imitate Brian. Oh, wow! As a DM, 
oh, you're going to try and do the, um, have people record when they're available and kind of have the multiple storylines. Yeah, because, uh, I support this. Converging here. Yeah, because, um, there, there's, a, there's a reason why I'm going with the Battle Royale. Certain, uh, solitary riders of bikes who kick people so hard to explode kind of theme for that campaign. Interesting. Because then I don't have to worry as much about fighting because you guys are just going to be beating each other up. <laughs> I mean, that's fair. With the occasional monster. I'm also making up on other players. <laughs> but I, I digress. But yeah, the new the um, Aberrant Adventures is going to be fictional heroism Adventures of Attitude. It's basically our quote-unquote um, Eldritch fantasy games where things are you're dealing with things beyond the veil, but it's or I guess it would be Eldritch. Maybe it also be Eldritch Hope. I don't I, I don't understand genre titles that well. Eldritch Fantasy slash Eldritch Hope probably be the best way to put it because it's dealing with Eldritch things, but it's I, I don't know. I, Am I the only one who, who, who's tired of the whole idea that Eldritch things are things that are so far beyond us that they're just going to kill us? That just seems stupid. Well, in all fairness, I did stumble across a Kindle book recently where when the Cthulhu came out, out everyone's heads within a certain mile radius exploded. Well, usually Cthulhu-level stuff they, they call cosmic horror. Eldritch is somewhat generally down from that, but it's the beyond understanding, maybe alternate dimension, does not make any sense. Oh. Uh, Cthulhu stuff it is also Eldritch, but not always inherently. The Pulp Cthulhu thing where you can fight back would probably be more Eldritch than Cosmic. Yes, that is exactly, that is exactly what, that is exactly 100% correct. Yeah. When, when we when we speak of the outer and the elder gods, that is cosmic horror. That is more specifically that is Lovecraftian horror. If you want to have the correct title on it, then Eld- okay. Eldritch horror is more in the lines of like the Fae and other more. I know it's hard to say this, believe this, but down to earth things. Because once you go into the realm of the cosmic cosmic horror, rules get broken. Actually, you know what? Fuck the rules. <laughs> is metafictional horror, is that cosmic or eldritch? Cosmic! Yeah. The big thing with, like, oh, Cthulhu, and then just everybody dies is because the scale they operate on is that humans are to Cthulhu like ants are to humans. They are so tiny that pretty much you can't even, you can't even notice them or pay attention to them. So. Well, I just... I'm doing Eldritch Hope because I think I think it's pessimistic to think considering we we try to there's people there's humans that try to save certain bacteria or 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 like all the cute things that are so below us. Oh yeah, yeah. That we we it, it just see I, I, that's what I try to do with my stories. If anyone noticed that, like there's always like, oh, you just found out you're you're in a uh, you're you're actually a Sims, Marcus. Yeah, if it makes you happy, the ones who made you would rather you live than you know, like yeah. There's there, there's that that we have to deal with. Yeah, I can I can relate because I because Sean will tell you the thing I despise most in any form of storytelling, especially with tabletop games, is the villain is evil to be evil. Oh, I hate that. I despise that. 
I hate it. Yeah. I think it's the laziest form of storytelling known to man. It's to sit down and actually think of a plot line for it. And so yeah. in the newest in the newest romance of the Ship Kingdoms, which Phoenix we had a lot of fun with Bella in that one. Oh, we absolutely did. And I wait through I revealed that Michael is pretty much a version of a co- D- an old D&D villain by the name of Zargon the Returner from 3.5. He's pretty much a cosmic horror. But when I revealed his great master plan of what he wants to do, he wants to return balance to the universe because as he told the character, I've done the whole try to conquer the planes and everything and all that. I'm past that. I don't care anymore. I just want to go home. Do people drive me nuts? Nah. <laughs> home to his um, mate slash wife, the Demi-Gorgon. I would love to have you join in, Miv, because I think I can make you like my version of how I run D&D. Because first, first, first and foremost, my first rule is, there is no initiative. I hate initiative. I think it's stupid. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we, it's, I follow a flow of, com- I follow a flow of combat. And more specifically, he, he does skill challenges. There we go. Better way to put it. Yeah. And I encourage more. It's more RP than anything else. Even your long rest, that's an entire session is a long rest. Because you get to play out what you're what you're doing in that long rest. I can't wait for shopping. <laughs> and I love doing that to where I take certain D&D elements and I throw it on its head. Like I reveal the Demigorgon is female and that her mate is Zargon and that she spent the rest of the session beating his ass in a hook. <laughs> And the player literally had to drop the hook because of the heat exuding from that. It, Damn. I literally, I posted a quote from that session to where Zargon asked Figs, I thought we were friends. <laughs> <laughs> Is that the Jimmy Gorgon standing in front of us? Yes. I thought we were friends. Jimmy Gorgon wearing Bella's Sean, I support your, I support everything you're doing. I love it. So keep it up. Oh, well, I mean, maybe I can be a shot. Maybe one 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 of your games coming up, I can be. Oh, and today today's guest star, and yeah, I don't know. If it, you know if it all works out, I could be a recurring guest. Yeah, with the way I run, with the way I run spelljammers, that's super easily. We can easily do that. Yeah, uh, that of course being one one of one of the settings I never actually played in. I'm not actually overly familiar with, but yeah, but, it's everything in the kitchen sink. The setting. <laughs> oh, that reminds me. I should have clarified something before too. Int is part of the DMP network. Yes, it's it is it is under. Oh, sorry. Because we sorry because we did move games over to it. Because that's if you've noticed, Cyber Cyber City stop. That's because it's on it. It's on episode sixteen. The only and we still have a ton to go. Oh, and I would actually like to do a f- official announcement regarding Cyber City. Uh oh. Once we get back to recording. Nobody knows this, but we are actually approaching the series finale. I will be bringing a close to a storyline that I've been working on for five years now. Oh, wow. This is finally going to be the ending of the Boogie storyline. Wait. Oh, damn. Wait. I'm Now I'm confused because you said series finale before that. For Cyber City, yes. Cyber City will be ending. Once we get you all caught up and some other events happen, the ending will be happening. It's going to be a big explosive ending, and then the sequel to Cyber City will be happening. Okay. Oh, can I put my hand up for the sequel? Do you want to be one of your descendants? Uh. Wait, no, you're not in. Yeah, you can be in Cyber City, and I can show you a lot of different characters to play as in that. Oh, 
Yes, yes, I love it. Yes. Just, 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 if there's a new character sheet I have to learn, just, you are going to have to hold my hand. Um, actually, this is utilizing my system I am using called Words Have Power. And all I need you to do is just write up a description of your character. Just write how who they are personality-wise, background-wise. That's all I need. Write out your character sheet as if it was a novel. Yeah. In, you know. I didn't, and I encourage the more in-depth you want to go, you can go. Oh, I have just the character and you will love him. So, and Words Have Power is, this is an announcement. It's the idea is for me to give the player the power back to the players that you will have just as much as an ability to alter scenes and story just as the storyteller or my GM does utilizing beats and downbeats and applause. Oh, I have just a character. <laughs> Excellent. You will love him and I've had him since I was 13. So that means a lot to me. Oh, you will love him. I will. But that's enough for me. That's enough for me. Sean, take it away. <laughs> yeah. And um, go ahead. Sorry to cut it, Sean, but I'm here's where I'm ducking out. Later, gang. See ya. Oh, goodbye. See you, Chris. See ya. Goodbye. Safe travels. Be well. Come back soon. We'll miss you. <laughs> but our aim's improving. So long. Farewell. I'll see you soon. Goodbye. Hey, Grunko Stan. So, so, well, so. Like like we said earlier, we are taking a break for the rest of July and basically working on getting um, getting backlogs built up. Except for Int. Int has a backlog, amazingly. So many episodes. So many episodes. I have so much Cyber City for you all. And also, Brian, I'm also going to send you more sessions of, of uh, We're Not in Kansas anymore. Just Good. I was just getting ready to start editing Season 2 of Cyber City, so good. I can do that while I'm working on that. Because I, I, I like to get in the zone. <laughs> I have to drag you into guest starring on Threefold at some stage, Brian. Oh, I will happily be. I will happily join in for that. <laughs> <laughs> and then people might have seen me posting occasionally on Twitter about a Jesselheim system using the Emerge 8 system by Titano Marky on Twitter, who is a great person who has made a ton of fun little SRDs to mess around with and while preparing waiting for this thing in the last five hours I had a little idea pop up. Oh dear. Yeah. Now Sean before you mention this idea I would like to take this time to mention that we actually have a couple of affiliates now. I bet, I bet our listeners get really thirsty don't they? We actually have a sponsorship from Liquid Water, Life Water, and we'll make sure to have that code up in today's soda, in today's soda break so you guys can get in that because we, if you use our code Dungeons and Pop, you will receive a, you'll receive, I believe, about 15% off your order. And we know there's a bunch of people who have their hungry little youngins and babies out there. I got BB right here next to me. Our other affiliate is the company Nom Nom. They make specialized dog food meals for your pets. And BB just loves them. So, and that is, and the same affiliate code for that is Dungeons and & Pop. And you'll receive 35% off your first order and package from Nom Nom. All right, Sean, I'm all done. All right, I'm doing one quick thing. You just made me think of something that I want to add to that. 
<laughs> I'm sorry. I just want to take the chance to do that. I should probably plug three masks. Oh, do it. Take it away. Take oh, yeah, it away. Yeah. Take it away. Yeah, take do it away. It. Uh, okay. Essentially, um, three mask is Dungeons and Dragons 5e. Uh, in my own version of Faerun, as my lovely players have discovered. Um, but yeah, essentially, I have a group of five. Four, though currently one is stuck in um, a stasis pendant. So is that what we're calling it? Yes. Yes, a stasis pendant. Um, to come back whenever Eric is feeling up to coming back on the show. Um, yeah, and currently we are headed to a temple for unknown reasons and my players keep taking NPCs hostage or dragging them along. It is hilarious fun. Look... She acted out. I kept my promise to treat her like a sack of potatoes. Yeah. Oh, yes, but you haven't met the newest one. Everyone dry, um, decided to take hostage. Oh, oh, God damn it. Oh, dear. I am so embarrassed. I actually forgot one other thing I was supposed to plug is that I am actually going to be appearing on the podcast Dice Fiends, where we are playing Mobile Suit Eidolon. Oh, neat. And utilizing utilizing the Eidolon system, we are playing characters where I am playing Joe, a anthropomorphic dog. I start I, I started the game as a dog, and now I've become I have I have thumbs now. Yay, thumbs! <laughs> and and he and and here's the best way to describe that game. Everyone says this. Why do we have the person that is the worst possible choice being the face being the face? I've declared war on everyone in the galaxy. Why would you do that? Because I want to stop war. You want to stop war, so you declare war on everyone. Now you're sounding like everyone else. That's sounding like the absolute valid logic of stopping forest fires by starting fires. It's dog logic. It is actual logic and actually used, but... But this is Brian, so it's definitely not that. So I have a funny, I have a funny dog-related tangent to go on on our one of our sponsors. Did you know that Nom Nom Dog Food is not only edible by dogs; it's edible by humans, and not only makes, um, not only makes like it's it's better than just like standard grade for eating for humans. It is restaurant grade food. So if you are getting Nom Nom for your dog, you are treating that you are doing. What you do yourself every day when you get home, you're too tired, and you order in you order in some uh, takeout. No wonder Beepy dances so much. <laughs> so, looking at the time, I'm going to have to bow out as well. All right, I have um, medicine to take for my knee because it's sore, and I have dinner soon. So, fair enough. I will talk with all of you later, and listeners. Thank you for sticking with us through our almost four years of scrambling to give you entertainment week by week. And so it's only going to get better now. Eric, before you go. Yes. Um, after dinner or whenever you're free, uh, just poke me on DM 
and I will send you uh, transcripts for the latest episode. Hijinks of Three Masks. Gotcha. All right. Later, everyone. Goodbye. All right. Take care. Okay. And then I think it's time to let you know how to do a little secret. And then we'll have to let a little secret, a little game I got planned. And I want to throw it by you guys, see what you guys think. A little secret? Hmm. Yeah. Hmm. No, I think this is big secret space. No little secrets allowed. <laughs> but yeah, as, as as I mentioned near the beginning, I have a new campaign idea for Legacy, and it will be using the Jesselheim system with a few uh, modifications. But I shouldn't be the one to tell you about this. Why don't I let the God Maestro on and let him give you the pitch? Hello, listeners. I am the God Maestro, or as you might want to call me, the GM. <laughs> Isn't life kind of boring? You hear these stories of fantastical adventures from our ancestors, uh, those that went to war, those who invented, I don't know, drugs, uh, helped make dogs less annoying. Dogs are fun, and big dogs, you can pet them. Yes. And give them delicious restaurant-grade dog food. Yes, well, yes, but I mean, you know, they they don't have they don't have to be fighting them anymore. Well, I, why would you want to pet dogs? You pet dogs. What? Wait, what? <laughs> I'm well, I'm confused. I, I I'm scared. <laughs> I'm lost. Excellent. <laughs> uh, okay, God Maestro, what what are you pitching here? What if I tell you there was a place that you go and have yourself a little adventure? Have have the chance to have write a story to be the driver of a story that isn't working for nine to five in some restaurant or talking customer service to people who don't know who are selling product they don't even know what they're talking what they're doing about a world like that of, of a certain certain little hockey people from your world people who um, like to yell about rushing in and how they're going to stay out there while everyone else is fighting. Looks like a certain set of brothers who will not be named. He had the drive to become a driver to, to take the plunge into the world of Jesselheim. Oh, I'm sure you've heard that name before. Oh, here's the thing about Jesselheim. Most people listen to it. They think it's a funny name, but they don't remember realize what it means. It means a man, it means a home of many things coming together. You think these Dungeons and Dragons worlds, these now you you really think that they're just limited there, that Jesselheim is a place? No. Jesselheim is a plane. A world of ideas being brought together by things by by will, by power. You really, you really want to stay in this this dead end job you have, or do you want to take the plunge into Jesselheim and see if you can make the story you want? Here, I'll even give you a little sample. Okay, I gotta add that in because they're gonna pick up. Be pushing a box. Open that box. Put on that belt. Just slap that little. I know it looks like a little cap, but don't worry. It yeah, it looks like a little. It looks like a little. 
little uh, octopus Brian, my friend, but she just slapped that right in. <laughs> <laughs> oh, tentacles always help. To see every world has a place where all the ideas, all the concepts just kind of float in and just kind of, well, Easy Comics said it best with the Flash of Two Worlds. Every idea is is, is a be living saying a being. You just because you haven't seen you just because you haven't seen Saurians or Topa or Avians or other sentient beings around you doesn't mean they're not there. You just need to you just need to take the plunge. Just need to activate that driver and step right in. Sure, sure, sure. It might be painful. Get in some fights. Maybe some people will just stop being. But it's just a game. What are you afraid of? What do you got to lose? Other than uh, uh, Greg, your manager Greg calling you in for the second uh day off in a row. I know. I'm in. Hmm. Your idea is intriguing. You have my attention. You have my attention. Your ideas intrigue me, and I would like to subscribe to your newsletter. <laughs> <laughs> I've, already, I've already volunteered one character for tribute to this. And I'm sure people, listeners probably who have no common writer probably picked up just a little bit of geet, some a little bit of geets mixed with a bunch of other stuff. Yes, I did. I was inspired by geets because geets, geets basically is a common writer series that's just like a game that Brian runs. Hmm. So you need to check out Geats, Brian, if you have not. Hmm. Basically, how I'm basically the differences from the Jesselheim system that I've shared with you guys is how this is going to work is your signature move. That's that little coursing that I that the that the DM described. That's your that's basically your base form. Okay. So it's your base ability. Kind of like how the core different cores in the series are like, to, and then it'll be it usually it will be based on a concept. It doesn't have to be an animal. It just has to be based off of a concept because that will help. But we are still using the signature moves, but they're going to be flavored. For example, um, if you guys seen this thing, the one that says, basically says that makes it sound like a com- like a Power Ranger or stuff. That's it. That's going to be like, hey, you transform and your special ability. It's going to be. You can form a second self, like I'm a writer revise, where the guy he had the guy and his devil, stuff like that. Okay. And but but instead of instead of how the system is right now, where you have the it, it's gonna be a little different in that you have two you're gonna have two slots, which will be each slot will be your two the two com- combining the moves, like the basic moves. You know like how the system works where it combines things. So you have your basics, uh, eight moves they can for doing stuff, and it combines it into an ability, and it combines that into a power. Hmm. My my pitch is this: is that two of those two of the abilities and one move are going to be one slot in your belt, and these will also. So you so we basically you use, basically like I said, I'm taking inspiration from Geet. So like. You could have ham one be hammer, one be uh, hose, and so then your it also influence your weapon instead of instead of like the original system where you just build your weapons. Each buckle is going to be combined. It's going to have its own special weapon. 
because I thought that would be a neat way to kind of like make it more interesting and it would make your is it but I will let you have a free um you will do have a free action you have one free action to switch switch buckle per turn all right Sean I'm gonna have to get you to help yeah. help me um common rider flavor proves proves build that I did in uh I'm thinking. I was thinking I was actually thinking about that so I'm gonna try to I'm gonna figure out a, I'm gonna figure that out I'm, I'm definitely gonna help you with that and there's a fun thing here here's a fun thing I'm gonna put to you guys you are not gonna this Jesselheim going your characters are basically gonna be Isakai. <laughs> you get even if you're even as you said they're from even if they're from the they were from the human world before they show up in this game there'll be whatever you want in the in the game oh sweet cream just getting supported straight in from D&D because it because then the, the idea is that the world Jezelheim it's the real world but it's all these ideas leaking in so you might still have your your neighbors still might be there but they might also be like a um Curvy moth lady or something. <laughs> or or a cartoon cat. Sean? Yeah. I am gonna make Triv's life living hell in this. Oh, and that's another fun thing. When we start this, I'm gonna have a series of eight questions and you guys are going to get to build the city. Excellent. Uh, I've been in many, many games where we've used assorted world or setting building games to build out the settings including one just starting out. We actually, in the end, used a game called, and and I quote, I'm sorry, did you say street magic? Unquote. I may have to look, I may be looking at that. We may use that then. (laughs) Yeah, well, there there are a lot of different setting building ones. That one is specifically oriented around a city um, that, you know, you, you, you can build out three levels, neighborhoods, landmarks, or residents. Uh, and that, but uh, had a fair bit of fun with that. Uh, I believe it was in one of the big itch bundles, but I mean, uh, and that, but it's like uh, another game we, uh, you know, did more world building with the ground itself, which, you know, uh, time span can cover anything from months to millennia, depending on the game and all that. There's a lot of world and setting building games out there, and I like them a lot. Well, one of my groups really, really likes them. So, but yeah, yeah, I, I thought it was a fun way to do it. I, I, I'm, I'm hoping with how this is going to be designed, it, it's going to be very DM light. I'm just there to help fill in things and maybe throw some larger threats at EA. I, I thought it'd be fun to have it be a very interpersonal thing. Yeah, it sounds fun. And I don't know if anyone caught it. You guys aren't going to be riders. You're going to be drivers. Because the core system's HP is dry. <laughs> Fair enough. It'll be fun. It'll be fun. Oh, and I, I forgot to plug it before. Um, you guys can check out, definitely check out Sewers and Shrokens, another podcast that is at least affiliate. They're affiliates of the DMP group. We're, in, we're still in here back if they're, at, they're joining the network, but they are cool people who I have played with and we've done some really crazy stuff with D&D out of the box and I also saved my gator dad I only met like five minutes ago so we'll just pretty sweetly up an alley right. does anyone else have anything else they want to plug oh 
Oh, well, yes. This Thursday, I'll be recording with um, the Graveyard Tapes. I will be recording and I will be playing the monster in the episode, the monster at the end of this episode. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. Yes, this is a horror audio drama series that is actually up in Mid's corner of the world in Canada. Nice. Oh, what? Eh? Something's up happening up here in the Great White North, eh? You hoser? <laughs> How dare you? <laughs> uh, you, you, man? No, you ain't. You ain't speaking proper. You need more use, more use, more use. <laughs> but yes. Oh, hey, Brian, if I can ask a favor. Mm-hmm. He clipped the bathroom scene from L Jammers. Oh, <laughs> do you want me to clip the? Okay. Yeah. I got you. I'll get it for you. <laughs> Thankfully, that episode actually has aired, so that'll be easy to do. Yeah. So, and nope, I got nothing else. I can't think of anything else. It's well, we're we're on about an hour, so. You know what? We'll do, we'll do another one. I want to post in there. I want to. We'll probably do another one sometime this month. Just maybe release that at the end of the month before we start everything up back up again. Sounds good. Yeah. See where we are. Yeah. yeah and then that way we can plan it ahead of time more, so more people can get it. Mm-hmm. Sounds like a plan. Till then, listeners. See you later. Goodbye. Bye. 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 B